0: you know, being a woman in my space in tech and in corporate, you constantly are thinking, are they here to date me or are they here to work with me? Mm-hmm, are they here to do mm-hmm, business with mm-hmm. me or do they want to get in bed with mm. me? So it's that's always in the back of my mind.
1: What I learned and when I asked uh, a lady at the pet shop and she said, the fish will grow as big as their environment. This is exactly a great analogy for your success. Mm. And there is a quote, by a writer called C. Joy Sea, and she says that, you know, if you don't venture out of the pond that you're living in, you'll never know that there's an ocean or a sea.
0: And especially successful men, they're Mm -hmm. they're not scared. Like, they know what they want and when they want it, like, they'll they'll make it very known. Yep. So, like, I've had transactions um, in business with men and out of nowhere, they would, like, book a plane ticket to go to Spain with them for, like, the weekend or a week. If you do something long enough you will always be good at it so i feel like when people are wanting to give up just remember the reason why you started and just stick it out because if you stick it out long enough i promise you it will always end good
1: i believe that every person has the power to transform their life today i will unlock that power in you i'm luke and you're listening to the luke mind power podcast It's time for you to heal and to find inner peace. Are you ready? Just send me a DM that says, I want inner peace to get started. Until then, enjoy this episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Luke Mind Power podcast. Uh, It's a blessing to be alive, and I'm pretty blessed to be uh, sitting with an extraordinary person named Belinda Agnew, and she's joining us today for this episode She's a successful entrepreneur, managing partner at X, enabler and obsessor of all things tech and your resident startup fanatic. She's here to inspire others to realize the impossible is possible. So welcome to the Luke Mindpower podcast, Belinda.
0: What an intro! You're a pro at this. Is that all right? Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs>
1: yeah, cool, awesome. Well, th- well, yeah, welcome to my podcast.
0: I'm excited to be here. I'm
1: yeah, man, are you, here. are you ready for this conversation? It's gonna I'm, be pretty I'm awesome. I'm actually
0: pretty fucking nervous. Yeah, that's I'm right. not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> yeah, but this is good. This this means we're gonna grow. Because <gasps> yes, you know, before you, before you came, I was sitting here going, and I'm looking at your website, and I'm like, damn. I'm reading all this stuff and I'm like, far out, man. Like, I don't even know all of this stuff about you.
0: It's so confusing, But it is. Right? It's
1: looking at it and it's like, damn, like you do so much. And yeah. and obviously it didn't happen overnight, right? Once you read that, you go, all right, this is someone that you you would want to network with or connect with. But how did this all start? And And I know that there's a big story. Like people are going to be like, well, how do you know Belinda? I'm like, well you know, there's a big story to that. We'll go into that later. But where did the obsession or the the relentless mindset for you come for you to like become this powerful woman?
0: Um, I think for me, it came from my mother from a really young age. I uh, had to really survive, right? So I didn't really have anybody to rely on. I didn't have a father to look up to. I didn't really have siblings. I didn't have a really strong surrounding. So I had no choice but to really go out on my own and and survive. Like I had to put food on the table. I had to put a roof over my head. So that kind of came really early to me, not knowing that I was going to be an entrepreneur. I literally was doing this to get money. Like it Mm. was just, it was money. I was money hungry. And I think from there, I, I found that I had a huge passion for sales, and I was really good at selling, and I could sell pretty much anything. And I think that's kind of where I fell into entrepreneurship. Not really trying to look for it; it came to me. So when I I was with um, Danilo for eight years. And that story was, like, incredible, like, what happened. It happened so fast, so quick. I was poached by a a guy that ran a really successful company. He came to me and he was like, let's go into partnership together. Let's do something together. Come work for me. And I said, look, I don't know if I can work for anybody anymore because I was super bullied in every industry that I was in. I I don't know if Danilo ever told you the story, but I was bullied politically by men and I was a youngest and I was outperforming everyone. So Everyone was really threatened um, and they would put me down based on, you know, she's a woman and she she looks like this. So that's why, you know, you're in this position and things like that. So I said, no, let's work together. Mm. And he's like, okay, let's do it. And that's kind of where it happened mm-hmm. for me in business. And it was my first business open education.
1: So when you go back to, like, let's go back to the first moment where you realized that I was good at sales, for example. Yeah. Like, obviously... In order for you to to actualize all of this that you've done in your life, there's some level of confidence that you have to have in yourself. But at the beginning, you say, well, we don't have confidence at the start. It's like in order for you to break through to something, you have to take action and like lean into it, right? So what was that moment for you that, that you realized like, oh, freaking hell, I'm good at this?
0: I think, you know, even till now, I still don't, I'm not fully, I, I am self-aware, but I'm not fully self-aware of myself. Back then, I was not confident at all. I was just winging everything.
1: Okay, so and the, I was just showing so, up. So so many people say and "fake it till you make it," and they say that's bullshit. I and I go, but some, but I think it's like I when I started doing what I'm doing, I wasn't confident.
0: That could be an element. I had to, to it. take.
1: I had to take action. I had to like put into work and yeah. and face the fear. Yeah, and then I grew.
0: Yes, but I people say that
1: "fake it till you make it is is like it's wrong or it's not right or. I, think,
0: I think, yeah, you know, that could be an element to it. I think I definitely faked it till I, make it, I made it, um, like a, a bit of it, but mm. I think it was putting myself into it and then found that I was really good at it and that just elevated my confidence. Yeah, and then I not, did it again and then I won again and then I, like, stepped up again. Yeah, Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? So it's, saying? Not, so it's, I feel not like it's the It's not faking in too. terms
1: of the fact that you don't know the product or what you're doing. Mm. It's more about, like… Just you feeling that you can deliver what you're trying to do. Imposter Correct. syndrome. Yeah. People oh, like people st- uh, struggle with that because they're like, "Am I qualified? Can I really do this? Like, are people going to believe me or work with me?" And and it's like, how did you overcome that?
0: I still haven't overcome it. Yeah. Like, I literally have a speaking gig tomorrow, and I'm fr- I'm been thinking about it for the last week and a half. Mm-hmm. It's freaking me out because I I I think as i as you level up you open up different doors to different set of people mm-hmm. and every single time you're literally just a little a little guy in that room so it's like you have to constantly keep proving yourself you have to constantly suffer from imposter syndrome because when you level up and you're in these rooms you're like holy shit like i don't belong here mm. like why do, why did i deserve to be here like mm-hmm. why do they want to work with me and you start to question yourself and your abilities so i think i think imposter syndrome i feel it hasn't ever stopped i feel like it it stays yeah as you as you level up i i'm not saying that it's as bad as it used to be mm-hmm. but it's still it's still there
1: there's always going to be another level that you're going to have a bit of fear or there's going to be some self-doubt and you know, you either have a choice. Do I allow it to control me or do I face it?
0: Pretty much, yeah. And you can
1: stop and go, you know what, this speaking gives me too much anxiety. I'm getting too nervous and I'm not going to do it.
0: I was going to cancel literally yeah. a few days and ago. And so <laughs> that's
1: that's how you can stay on the same frequency or you can grow.
0: 100%. Right?
1: So that's pretty powerful, man. And do you feel proud of, like, what you've achieved so far?
0: Oh, so I'm just, look, I'm so grateful, like, honestly. Like, I don't even know how this even – all this shit has happened to me. Like, I'm not saying like, I'm not in a position where I want to end up. I'm forever growing, Mm. but I think I'm, I'm so grateful for the people that believed in me and that want to work with me. Yes. As you know, it's been questionable as I, as I get older, because you know, being a woman in my space in tech and in corporate, you constantly are thinking, are they here to date me or are they here to work with me? Mm -hmm, Are they here to do mm -hmm, business mm -hmm. with me or do they want to get in bed with Mm. me? So it's, that's, always in the back of my mind and mm-hmm. it's just a really different vetting process for me versus a male um so i think that's something that i'm still trying to really figure yeah, out Yeah, you have to
1: really be in your power right to like and you have to be, just be so like conscious of like the energy Super. and the, the connection and everything because you you, you yeah it's it's you got to learn how to read hey eh? and Super. be really direct Super. because if you're not direct man like you're going to give the wrong impression and they're going to be like oh sh- well i mean Mm-hmm. right yeah and it's like it's like crossing the boundaries when they when it shouldn't be when when it's really like no this is just the business relationship
0: yeah
1: right mm-hmm. um so how have you yeah how have you handled that because obviously physical appearance your energy uh who you are what you do you know is yeah like you said it can come across in a in a challenging way for you because people perceive things differently and and it you know it, it can take away the focus of what you have and what you're trying to achieve so how do you deal with that, with, like, being in, in what you're doing?
0: Again, it's still something I'm still trying to figure out. Mm. But in saying that, like I say to, to women, it, the, literally tomorrow. That can,
1: that can make people, f- like, feel, like, afraid to, to even go in because there's too much to deal with.
0: Yeah, women struggle a lot in this space. And this is the the conversation we're having tomorrow on, on the panel is literally about women in in corporate and women in tech because it's so male dominant. There's a very small percentage of us that are really working in the space because it's really hard, you know. Mm. We we get um these things, but I'm not a feminist, right? Like I don't like I love men and if it wasn't for men, I wouldn't be in a position I am in today. There's no way. Like most of my dealings are with men. Most of my mentors are men. Mm-hmm. So I don't bash men for anything. Mm-hmm. They've they've elevated my career. But um, I think you can get to a point where you feel like they want to just date you or they want to have a relationship with you, but it's just being direct and asking the right questions like, you know is this a professional transaction or is this something else? If, if it's something else, I'd, I'd love to know. Like you just have to be really transparent and open from day one. Mm. You don't let that go until like the third, fourth, sixth time. You need to be very, if you feel something is not right, you need to be very direct from day one because I can see a lot of blurred lines along the way that can happen and has happened. And I think also women need to forget um, the whole, you know, looks and and um, being a woman, getting someone into a room, amazing. But that person has a choice whether they want to stay with you in that room or they want to go on a journey with you. So a lot of women feel like, oh, I can attract whoever I want and I can do whatever I want, but can you actually keep them?
2: Mm.
0: It's a whole different thing. So I think that has uh, allowed me to be more confident um, with dealing with men, because mm-hmm. i I know my value that I can give, mm-hmm. and I believe that I can give a lot of value so i I don't always use that woman you know the 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 looks or you know my energy or being a woman or whatever it's uh it's much more than that
1: and have you had moments where you felt the energy and or you felt like something was um crossing your boundaries and you had to be really direct and like
0: Oh yeah, of course. Like yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've had crazy experiences. Like men have that you know, and especially successful men, then they're, mm-hmm. they're not scared. Like yeah, yeah, they know what they want. And when they want it, like they'll they'll make it very known. Yeah. So like I've had transactions um in business with men and out of nowhere, they would like book a plane ticket to go to Spain with them for like the weekend or a week.
1: Without telling you.
0: It just like as a surprise, hey, like, do you want Do you yes, want to come yeah. away with me? Let's, you know, experience this together. And and, and then obviously that's so like, when, you know, things have obviously crossed, you buying know. Buying
1: is like the, the push to go, I've already bought the ticket, so you have to come with me. Yeah. And it's like, damn, that's stupid. Like, why can't you just be direct and say, hey, listen, I want to go to Spain, would you like to come with me?
0: Well, you know, I've had lots but of these guys play games, like the EAs have like – message me because they're too scared to come to me so they'll like get their ea to email me and try and organize a date but they won't disclose the person yeah right and they're like if you say yes then we can tell you who it is and i'm like i'm not going to say yes to some stranger like i don't do blind dates Mm. (laughs) like tell me who it is
2: yeah yeah so it's interesting because it's
1: interesting. I, you know, even, so l- look, let's, let's just bring it in right now because people who are listening know who DJ Danilo is.
0: Oh shit.
1: <laughs> and, and, and they, they, you, you mentioned his name earlier on, but you know, I've been, we've been best friends for like 22 years, 23 years now. Shit. Yeah. That long. And so for everybody listening and you guys know me because obviously I, what I do and stuff, but Danilo's my best friend and Belinda dated Danilo for eight years in the past, in the back in the day so it's pretty like you you're like oh my god really yeah this, this is who i'm talking to so it's pretty crazy but i mean let's go back there because what do you remember about me cuz i was there i was hanging around
0: this is you know i actually hated luke <laughs> yeah, i love like, it was I- a love hate relationship look i think when I, party days, loved you. Mm. But outside of that, and I was I was always saying to Danila, like, he's just not good for you. Mm. Like, you need to stay away. I don't want him around the house. I don't, like, he's bad energy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not good for you. I know you love him, but he's not, trust me, he's <laughs> yeah, not the yeah. guy that's going to l- allow you to grow. Like, he's yeah. holding you back. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's
0: funny. <laughs> that, that's how I remember you. But it was such a a love relationship too because like Danilo loved you to death and I was like this is his best friend he obviously sees things that I don't see so of course like there was a part of me where I wanted to like you know love you and and be fun and you know be myself around you but also I had a lot of walls up like boundaries mm. you know there was so many boundaries because I don't know how much you've like disclosed about yourself but back in the day um you were you were pretty crazy you know. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was crazy too. Yeah. But you were crazier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what you mean like using shit? Yeah,
0: yeah just yeah. you know, you were crazy yeah. and it, it wasn't it wasn't I think um you know, it look all that's fun and and what not back in the day when you kids to to do those things but I found that you were kind of stuck in your life and it was it was holding back. Danilo, because you would constantly call and ask to go out on weekends and, and do things, and I'm like already know what's going to happen, and I'm like no, nah. and I'd be a control freak. I'm mm-hmm. Like you're not going, mm-hmm. like it's not happening.
2: Yeah.
1: So you know the the it's interesting because I know I remember you guys meeting at Home Nightclub.
0: I know Home Bar.
1: <laughs> and I remember oh my that gosh. right. So
0: I was underage, I think. I snuck into that club. Yeah.
1: So like the thing is like you were. You were not as obviously successful as you are now, but you were still, you still had a a specific mindset of like, you know, aspiration, ambition, right? And so if you were to look at who you were then and who Danilo was, it wasn't really a match still. Like you were still on another frequency than him.
0: Totally. But the way I look at it, Because as
1: your relationship evolved, you could see like you were the one that was making the money. Yes. Right? So you kind of go, well, in relationships now, it's like you want to attract someone who's on your frequency. If you attract someone who's less than, it's always one has the power of the other and there needs to be a balance, right? So how did that work for you for so long?
0: You know, it's so interesting because I speak about this all the time to my girlfriends. Like, because, you know, I struggle in relationships and, and we talk about this ongoing and Danilo, the reason why Danilo lasted so long in my life and all the other exes didn't is because he was so not just supportive, mm. but he was a beta. And and alpha I was very alpha back then. Mm-hmm, alpha mm-hmm. women do really well with betas because the beta is like the feminine, you know, side and then the alpha is more masculine. So that's why we worked so well together. Mm. Whereas, you know, my previous relationships have all been alphas. Mm-hmm. And alpha with a bit of alpha and a bit of feminine, we always headbutt. Mm. So it was like it was a constant competition and I would never listen and we were just constantly headbutting. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it worked for us because Danilo just listened
1: mm.
0: and he was submissive
1: submissive yeah he was yeah, okay. submissive yeah to your power very be- submissive because, so anything because of, i would say yeah, right. he would
0: do anything yeah, okay. i would like if i like we're moving Mm-mm. next week this is what's happening yeah. this is our life he'd be like sure let's do it whereas mm. other guys would be like what are you talking about we're not going anywhere <laughs> mm, mm. let's let's yeah, talk about this yeah, you know yeah, yeah. would you so say I was it's kind like, of like, vulnerable, like
1: vulnerable vulnerability as well like he was a bit more vulnerable
0: no, because he wasn't feminine, really. He wasn't you know? really vulnerable. Yeah, okay. Um, he he held a lot in. He still does a little bit. He's mm-hmm. still got a lot that he's working through, <laughs> but he's very easygoing, very submissive. Um, back then, not mm. not so much now. But back then, he was very like whatever. Mm. I could do whatever I wanted, and he wouldn't question me. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't tell me what to do. He wouldn't. So you have the freedom, me.
1: which is, but, but that's healthy. I was free. Like you should have I a, a relationship that makes you feel free. You shouldn't have a relationship that makes you feel like I'm in jail.
0: I think if a woman wants to be in their feminine energy, they need to be somewhat led. Of course. By the man. Yeah,
1: 100%. And it I has... wasn't
0: getting led in any yeah, yeah, way okay, by Danilo. I hear. I
1: hear. Do, you get,
0: do you get what I mean? There's, there's a balance. like of you know, You need to be led, you need to be told, but also you need to be loved, supported, feel free mm-hmm. at the same time.
1: Yeah, well, I really didn't like you much either. <laughs>
0: oh, thank God! I'm like, fuck! I hope he doesn't turn around and say he liked me. And I'm like, shit, no, I, man, feel, I feel terrible. And, and,
1: and I'll be honest with you, the, and I've spoken to Danilo about he, this before. He did tell me, that yeah. I, you know, I think I was jealous a lot for many years from from him, and the relationships that he would attract. But that also showed me how insecure I was about myself,
0: like projecting.
1: Well, it wasn't that, like it was just more that I'm ob- observing and obviously it didn't make me feel good, you know, I wasn't the kind of friend that was like hap- completely unconditionally happy for him, you know, because that wasn't happening in my life, right? So, um, you know, and I've talked to him about that and like that was a big moment for us when I actually opened up about that to him. How
0: long ago was this? Uh, 2019,
1: 18, wow. 19. 19. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because I was just like, I need to like let him know, like, and be real, because if you want a healthy relationship, whether it's a friendship or a partner or whatever, authenticity is the key. Oh, and and if you're not, if you can't be real, if you can't be real, then it's fucking fake. Why have a friendship or a relationship that's based on lies and and you not showing up and being authentic? You know, so. That for me was like, and that was where I was starting to step into like Luke mind power and, and being myself, not trying to conform or be like anybody else or take on, you know, uh, religion or culture or what my family wants me to be or, or the world wants you to be, right? It was me trying to figure myself out. And I started to learn that, you know, vulnerability and speaking my truth and being authentic was the key to freedom, you know? So then opening up to that, to him about that was like a game changer because it just made our friendship even stronger. We've I just been, got
0: goosebumps when you were saying that.
1: It's real. but and, yeah. and the other thing is that people, like, we've been living together for a couple, well, it's been a, a year and a bit now, and we've been supporting each other on this journey for the last few years. And, um, you know, people obviously see us living together and hanging out all the time. They think we're gay. <laughs> we've had my, my sister's friend.
0: Oh, wait, I did ask you yeah, yeah. at one point my last year. My sister's friend,
1: we're at dinner, we're at dinner in, in um, Cockle Bay, and she's like, are you and Danilo together? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Literally. And the thing is, like, because in the past that would have probably triggered me. I would probably because I was very insecure. And like, you
0: were very homophobic. I remember as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Then. You hated
1: because, her. absolutely because that's how I was raised. You hated right? So like bad. I see my mum going to church every time the the <laughs> oh, Mardi Gras was on and praying for everybody that's going to the Mardi Gras. So what's that kind of make me think? I get that it. it's bad. That it's like I you know what it. I mean. So so yeah, I was very against that, right? So I could have easily been triggered, like by you know this comment. But I just laughed, and I was just like, I can see how people could perceive that. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen comments on social, you know, because me and Danilo are dancing and shit, and saying that like we, we're gay. Again, not to mention that there's not anything wrong with that. I'm just saying the perception of what people think of us, they don't really know. Yeah, the, the strength of like the time that's invested and and the friendship, you know, it's pretty powerful. But one thing I want to ask you about. This whole you know situation (laughs) is because most people after you break up with someone, man, it's gone. And you know how many people like I know I'm not going to go into names or anything like that, but (laughs) he wants to get back with her. Why are you talking? Why are you still talking to your ex? Why are you still friends? Yeah, all this shit, right? And like I'm inspired by this to be honest, because naturally you think, well, you've been with someone for eight years, time to move on. You don't talk. You don't go back. Don't go backwards, right? And you guys have had this like friendship like ongoing for quite some time now where you're not in a relationship. You don't want anything to do with each other in that kind of context, but you still are able to converse, call each other whenever you feel like it and actually like hang out. Literally. Like how has that manifested?
0: I think there's still a bit of weirdness there from Danilo's side because he questions it sometimes. Like he'll sometimes like – have like a, a a reaction like I don't know if we you know um this is gonna last anyway when I get a girlfriend like he'll just say something like that I don't know and I'm like what are you talking about and I'm like like I'm sure she'll be fine here like no like these are the conversations we have sometimes mm. and and for me I feel like whatever relationship I have from now with a man like he needs to accept this situation <laughs> because not many men will yeah my ex accepted it you know my ex before that accepted it. But I think the one before that didn't, Um, he was like, no, like we don't, that doesn't happen here. Like you don't have conversations with your ex. This is not a thing. And I think it manifested from, I don't even know if that's a word, is I didn't really have a strong family unit. Mm-hmm. And I think with Danilo as well, we're very much, very similar. So he just has his mom. I just have my mom. Yep. So we kind of like relied on each other. Like mm-hmm. it sounds really weird. Like brother and sister like almost like relationship of brother yep. and sister and some like it was like fa- it's like a family yep. right so i grew up with him he kind of grew up with me mm. and we grew together
2: yeah
0: yeah and to break that and to be like that's it like let's kind of just i have my life you have your life yes we create our own families and things like that but like i want Danilo to come to my wedding you know i want him to be there i want him to be at like when i have kids and stuff and vice versa I think that's kind of where I see the relationship going. Mm. But I have this really like intuition feeling that I don't know if Danilo would feel like that in the future.
2: Mm.
0: Like with his relationships with women. Yeah. Because I know most women unfortunately haven't done a lot of inner work mm. and a lot of women are quite jealous and mm. a lot of women can be quite nasty Um, and, and there's so many other things to that. So I don't, I don't know. Hopefully he meets the right person that, accepts it but you know i think a very high percentage wouldn't
2: Mm
1: -hmm. i know what you're saying yeah um but that's but yeah the whole you're basically breaking the barrier of what most people would do is yeah don't talk to you know move on and then you have the the relationship the the next relationship that you would say well i'm friends with my ex she's a big part of my life where actually you know and then the, the new person would say no i'm not comfortable with that yeah, so and also, so what do you how do you how do you
0: and also just just to like say he knows everything about me that mm, guy literally knows everything mm, like mm. Fr- like he knows too much mm-hmm. like I can't cancel him out of my life <laughs> 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 he knows so much about me so I can literally just have a conversation with him and he just gets it yeah you know it's like when you've got friends um and you grow up with friends and if they don't grow with you you're like do I just cut them out of my life no like it just doesn't work like Mm -hmm. that you there's you know there's friendships that that are there for reasons and i feel like danilo's in my life for a really big reason Mm -hmm. and we aren't the same people we used to be back in the day Mm -hmm. yes we are the same we're similar but we're not we've we've grown as people so it it's not the same relationship
1: yeah of course not but it's it's pretty awesome that you guys can hang out chill Talk, call whenever you feel like it, and still be able to just like not even worry about what happened in the past. Yeah, and and like you said, brother and sister, as much as it sounds weird, but it's kind of like that.
0: (laughs) That's how it feels like. Yeah, you know,
1: and it's pretty awesome. But yeah, going on like what you said about like whether or not someone would accept that, or whether he would like vibe with coming to your wedding, if it was be the same. You know, I have a, a pretty close friend of mine, and and I was like, and we vibe so well, right? And but she has her her way i've got my way you know and i'm like if i get a uh, like a proper relationship i said you're going to have to like you know respect that you know because otherwise like it's not going to work i can't i can't be talking to you about this stuff while i'm in a relationship or you can't be saying shit to me like we talk now you know in a sexual context right
2: all right and and
1: i'm in a relationship right but you have to respect that so and sh- and she's like of course you know, because I know that this person is someone that I can see myself working with possibly or being in a, a future friendship long-term. But it's like, I'm not going to let something that comes into my life. that They have to accept that. That's what I'm saying. Like you have a person that comes into your life and then you say that Danilo's my ex, but we're best friends. Yeah. And they go, well, I'm not happy with that.
0: Like what happens?
1: Yeah. Like how do you, how do you make someone understand that or appreciate it? Well, I because think- what are you, you're gonna like you really love this guy like I'm talking like you meet someone that's just fully aligned with like your success and yeah. on your frequency and it's like wow this is the guy that I've been waiting for but and then he- the, and you say oh listen I'm, I'm best friends with my ex and he's going to I mean go, it, so-
0: it sounds bad I know initially but it's not. initially it sounds bad if you say it like that they would obviously say no but. I think um, if he doesn't accept it, I I don't think he's the right person. Exactly. Like the freak. Absolutely. Because for him to feel like I can't be friends with my ex makes me feel like he's insecure. And I don't want his insecurities projecting on me now and forever. Because when a man's insecure, they can project in so many Mm -hmm, ways mm -hmm. um, that I wouldn't really want that in my life. So I think that's a conversation that needs to happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that's pretty much… The, that's a that's a great response, and but
0: I don't feel like Danilo would be like that.
1: You think for him it would be the opposite?
0: He he like be, if he was in a relationship, she he'd would, be like, "No problem." She would no problem, babe.
1: <laughs> Stop talking to Belinda because because <laughs> 1, I love you more.
0: 000%. You reckon? I think I think there's a there's a big part he would yeah. be submissive. Yeah, uh, he'll
1: listen to this. He'll and
0: listen.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's funny. It's the confidence in yourself. And it's also knowing your worth and knowing that, you know, you don't have to be jealous or worry about anything. And I think when you establish that in a connection, it doesn't matter who the people are.
0: One thousand percent.
1: You've you come through like a lot to get to where you are right now. What's been the hardest thing that you've had to deal with that has hurt you the most? You said you've done a lot of inner work.
2: So no, like I haven't done a lot of it. Well, I've
1: done, done bits something and pieces. And you've learned a lot. I can hear it.
0: Yeah, I've done bits and pieces, but I haven't done a lot.
1: But what what has been something that's been really hard for you that has potentially even been your driver as to, like, why you're so ambitious and, like, you know, getting climbing new heights all the time?
0: You know, I thought for, for a while it was because of my mom. Like, I just wanted to take care of her and I, I felt like I wanted to kind of prove to her and, like, the the world. But I think for me, you know, as a Get more deep into the work, I actually, it's actually an obsession. As soon as I've reached something, what's next? Like, and I feel like when people are addicted to the gym, that's how I feel with what I do. Like, I feel like it's an actual addiction. And I think this stems from a lot of trauma that I may have in the past or, you know, in my upbringing as a child and things like that. So, my psychologist and my coach says it could have gone two ways. It could have gone um, drugs, alcohol, sex, really bad state, or the other way, which you've you've done, which is success. You're very driven. And a lot of that kind of hides, you know, and, and kind of gets rid of the trauma as well as like taking alcohol and drugs. So I think That could be parts of it. And that's why it's such an addiction and an obsession because I can't stop. And it's like every time I try to take a breath, it's like I add on something else. Because I don't believe in balance. It's either you want it and if you want it, you'll do everything in your power to make it work. But if you just want to balance life, it just means to me that you don't really want it enough.
1: That's deep, man.
0: Yeah. So I think... It's interesting though, right? Like yeah. it could have gone two ways. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and, think, and, I, and I, I, I
1: know I've got clients of mine that are massively successful, but they still hurt.
0: Totally. And well, it's like, that's from well, trauma. where did
1: that come from? It's like, wow. And, and that's why I always say, if you are successful in your professional life, but you're hurting, do you know how much more powerful you would be if you actually had peace?
0: Totally.
1: Like totally. you're limited. You're, you're getting what you're getting on the outside. Totally. Great.
0: Totally. But once you
1: start doing this work- Internally, yeah, you become superpowered.
0: Totally,
1: you know, and it's totally. like yeah, that's why it's that's I mean, you think about it, right? How many billionaires or really, really massively successful people have you heard of that have committed suicide? There's heaps. Why There's heaps? Why isn't money enough?
0: <laughs> it's never enough. Money's never enough. It's right? just a, it's an object to help us, you know, yeah. to get to the things that we want to do. But it's it's money is not the ultimate thing. For me, for me, it's free. Like I need freedom. Like that's actually my the highest value in any relationship that I have, like the biggest value for me is freedom. Mm -hmm. Like I need to feel free.
1: And is that, that, that's where the obsession is though. Yeah. It's like, because the, the, the more money I make, the more free I am to be able to just be in control of my life.
0: Correct. And the more no's I can do less yeses to the things that I actually really want to do.
1: So what you're doing right now, obviously, you know, gaining more wealth and continuing to invest in your startups and you know you've got your own podcast as well which is startups and startups unicorns, and unicorns yeah. which which you've you know you've interviewed a pretty pretty powerful people on there as well which mm. is which is amazing congratulations thank you um but like you continuing to grow and and build more wealth right the one thing that i mean i'm interested to know is you know w- we talked about like my dad i asked him a question and i said what's the purpose of life and he said to grow, right? And I was like, wow, so simple, you know? And that's what you're saying. Like when I get to this level, then I'm like, okay, what's next? So there's always another level. There's always more opportunities. And that's really what keeps life going. You know, if you stop, what, what are you going to do? Just stay where you are. So there's fulfillment in moving, right? Totally. But when you gain more wealth, what are you doing with that? And how are you using that to, to change the world? How are you making a positive impact in the world by what you're gaining? As much as you have to take care of yourself and you know your family and all that kind of stuff, and you have mm-hmm. your freedom, but what are you doing with that? Is there anything that you're kind of like working on, or is do you, do you think about that right now, or is that something? Totally,
0: that- I totally think about that. The, the reason why I do everything that I do now is because I want to just be a full time angel, which is like an angel for people that don't know, an angel investor is. It's your money and you invest into entrepreneurs that you love, mm-hmm. like that you want to work with and you give them money to help them start their business. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to do full time because I think that's something that I've, I've just, I just love hanging out with entrepreneurs. I, lo- I love it. I love having conversations about business. I think that's one. And then the second thing is um, I really want to, I would love, this is so off the fucking, so random. I would love to open up an animal sanctuary. I think that's, like, one of my, like, goals for sure. Animal? Like a zoo? Not a zoo, like an animal sanctuary where you, like, save dying animals, like, out of, you know, um, crazy situations.
1: Yeah, well, talking about (laughs) saving animals, my (laughs) pond at home, the filter broke and the fish was fucking dying. (laughs) And I took the fish out. And it was like a, it was like a, the length of my hand, and I was holding it for about an hour because it was breathing, but it was like on flop. It was like.
0: But why didn't you just put it into water? It
1: was in the water, but it, but the filter was not working because the pond was broken, and Couldn't so. Could you just put
0: it into a bathtub with I some water? Did. For a I did. I put
1: it in there, but it was still just lying there, and I was like, "Come on, buddy!" And I put the filter back on, and I was holding it. And so I was holding it for about an hour because I was like pressing on it and trying to like get it to, you know, breathe again and stuff. And it was, it stayed alive for about a day. And then yesterday when I came back, it was um, not breathing anymore. So, you know, I did my best and I was like, I called it Troy, you know, and uh, unfortunately Troy didn't make it. And so I just went to the aquarium and bought 10 more, fi- 12 more fish. Oh my god, bomb.
0: hopefully they don't die.
1: Nah, the filters <laughs> working, everything's <laughs> Thank working god. now. But yeah, like, and, and you know what? One thing I learned, um, and thanks for sharing what you did. And, and it's great that you want to help animals, you feel connected to them because I, I feel do. very connected to like my I love my birds and and these fishies, right? What I learned, and when I asked uh, a lady at the pet shop, and she said the fish will grow as big as their environment.
0: Wow, I've actually read a quote about okay? this. It's so and true. when I was thinking about,
1: I was thinking about what we're gonna talk about, and I was like. This is exactly a great analogy for your success. Mm. And there is a quote by a writer called C. Joy Bell C. and she says that, you know, if you don't venture out of the pond that you're living in, you'll never know that there's an ocean or a sea. Totally. And many people are just continuing to live in this pond that they've, because it's familiar, it's comfortable, it's what they've, they've known. Totally. And so they don't grow. Right. And so the fish, it's amazing because the fish is a great example that it will continue to grow as big as it wants, provided the environment that it's in. Mm. So if it's in a bigger environment, if it's able to be, it will grow more. Yeah. Right. Um, And it's so relatable to us because if, you know, if you don't take action, like for example, this for me, coming into the studio, right, connecting with you connecting with the team you don't know like you said you don't know what networking can do the power of connection the power of one person saying hey you know
0: one thousand percent like
1: that's what this is all about and this is how you grow Mm. right so how does that work for you in business like are you constantly like moving around trying to network trying to connect with the right people like
0: my life is insane i live out of a fucking suitcase literally Mm. Like I, I, I try to be, everyone in my life is like, be just stay at home, like stable. Like, and for me, I feel like when I'm at home and I'm in routine, Mm -hmm. because most people are in routine and at home, I'm actually the opposite. I can't be in routine. I actually wake up in the morning and I do what I feel. So if I feel shit and if I feel like lethargic or tired, or if my body is telling me something, I'll listen to my body more than what I have on my schedule. And if I feel like I want to go somewhere for the weekend, I'll book the flight and go. Mm. Like, I don't really have a routine. I kind of do what I want, really. Mm -hmm. What I say to people, uh, and and I've been talking about this for ages, a lot of people come to me and say, oh, what time do you wake up in the morning? Like, what's your morning routine? And like, what do you do throughout the day? Give me like a day in your life. And I'm like, my day in my life is actually all over the fucking place. Yeah, it makes you I anxious said. as fuck. I was, I
2: was-
0: <laughs> like, it would make people anxious. Whereas, <laughs> like, my girlfriend, Lara, she's like the most routine person mm. i know mm. she'll like wake up at 5 a.m and darcy knows she'll wake up at 5 a, 4 30 or something 5 a.m journal meditate go for a walk go for an hour gym then she'll start her work and then she goes journal and she has like she makes her food preps her food two weeks or a week in advance like she's very routine nah. and that's what works for her
1: yeah that's that's but that's what, what i'm, I'm
0: s- trying to say is like you know, all these people like waking up at 5am and training and eating clean and doing all these things that only works for those people, like do what works for you. Like for me, that would not fucking work for me. I'd feel anxious and I'd feel chained. I'd feel like in like I'm in a box, like, controlled, Yeah. <laughs> controlled by my routine.
1: <laughs> I, I learned that early on that there's not, there isn't one way. I, yeah, I was learning never. from these entrepreneurs and I was like, okay, I've got to do it like this. And then I was, and then I heard someone on stage say, I don't know if it was Lewis Howes or Tom Billion or Jay Shetty. I can't remember when I was at the Mind Valley reunion in 2019. Oh no
0: way, for Shen, you went? Did you meet for, for Shen?
1: No, nah, I didn't meet him, but I was there. You know, he's that amazing. Was, yeah, that was. He like, was like
0: the third guest on my podcast. But
1: listen, like this is—he like, hated me was, when I met him. <laughs> that was like my start of meditation. my journey.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: like that's what—that's
0: amazing. Got me moving
1: was was Mind Valley. Like I started and did a course.
0: Wow, back in 2018. I need to introduce you to Vishen. You should get him on your podcast.
1: Yeah, look, I I already knew that I'm going to be on the stage you at Mind Valley because because that's what they they they're the ones that helped me.
0: Oh my god, Lisa that's Nichols,
1: perfect. the 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 course was Speak and Inspire.
2: Yeah. Right. And so
1: that's what actually helped me wake up. That's so cool. And and I know it's crazy. eh? But it doesn't like I'm all over the place.
2: Mm.
1: I don't have like I got asked on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, what's your routine? What's your morning routine? And I know that there's so many people out there that have this ritual, this morning routine that they do, but I don't do it. It's like sometimes I'm up at 5 a.m. and sometimes I'm at 6. And, you know, I just go and do what I need to do. Mm. You know, sometimes having a banana, sometimes I'm having watermelon. Sometimes I'm f- like, it, it's, there's no like set breakfast or all this yeah. shit. You know, like I like going, taking a banana around and go and see the birds and they have some banana, you know, at seven o'clock in the morning, <laughs> you know. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, there's no, that's there's no one set. thing I've
1: been doing um, consistently because I like, I like hanging out with the birds.
0: They're good energy, like yeah, horses.
1: Absolutely. In in that being said, look who we're like, do you know what we're doing? Like we're doing a podcast.
0: I know. So weird. And you hated me like yeah, I know. how many and years ago. Like, I, and we didn't even like each other. And now we're fucking other. here doing a podcast. Wow. you
1: know, so so it's life, pretty, life. But that's proof. That is proof for anyone who's listening and watching that you can change.
0: Totally. And you can yeah. grow.
1: And like who we were 10 years ago um like if you'd met us like well i mean i for me anyway like i was like no com- even
0: for me yeah, yeah, yeah like
1: completely, completely different you know and people will still you know judge you according to the version of you that they know
0: <laughs> wow you need to repeat that yeah. wow
1: people will judge you still for the per- for the version of you that they know
0: that is so, so true
1: and cuz you grow so much shit you know, and yeah. that's why, like, I don't know about you, man, but I'm so protective over my, my, my people that I surround myself with. I'm just, I've grown so much that I don't want to go back. And there's a quote that says, you know, don't go back to, to that, which hurt you. And I feel like where I was, it's not to despise anyone that I was grown up with all my friends and stuff, but I just knew I got to this point where they came in my life for a purpose. Mm. I, I lived life with them for many years and I had to let them go. I had to stop. If I wanted to grow to the next level, I had to let everyone go. And that's why, you know, what I believe is sometimes in life you get to this point where you're like, you know, you have to question yourself, is this, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this who I really am? And this is the hardest part of saying, well, you know what, if you want to grow and you want to start fresh, like one of the things that's the hardest to do is to like let it all go.
0: It's so fucking hard. That's like, like the hardest thing to do because if you can
1: feel yeah. within yourself that mm. you're truly not where you're supposed to be and who you are, as it's, it's like your soul is calling you, yeah. and, it's, and it's saying like this is not your truth, yeah. And but your family wants you to be like this. You're you're programmed and conditioned by your environment by your friends, totally. And and you ha- and you you know it, but you're and like that's why I know so many people out there. Are in relationships or their work or whatever, and they know that this is not for them. But because they're afraid of their in laws, the parents, Mm the friends, the judgment, and because of the fear of like the unfamiliar, what's on the other side? So they stay.
0: You actually just brought something to my attention that I just literally thought of. I remember um, back in the day when we used to hang out with um, Danilo and, and all the crew and stuff, I do remember you being super curious. Like we, we would have conversations, you, me, Danilo and whoever else for hours mm. and you would be the, the guy that would do most of the talking. Really? Yeah. Do you remember that? And you would really have these ongoing memory, conversations, I, and you were you were always curious and asking questions, and like, why is that though? Why do? You? And you just really brought that to my attention. So I feel like maybe this was always in you. You just never really knew it until recently. Like you were always supposed to be here. Isn't that insane?
1: It is crazy. Like,
0: I just remember that. Yeah, I yeah, never, yeah. I like I really told
1: I told my sister the other day, and I was like, remember when you were having your, when you were pregnant with your fourth baby? And, you know, she was having a few issues with a, you know, marriage and um, it, was, it wasn't really a big problem, but she was upset. Yeah. And I remember coming in and like talking to her husband, talking to her, consoling with her, supporting her, yeah. you know. And so back then I was already doing it, you know, I was already getting into people <laughs> and trying to help. Yeah. But, you know, again, I think that you got to go through a process first.
2: You do. Before.
1: Yeah you have enough ammo or evidence or um, experience mm. to be able to – because, you know, what I, what I don't have is a degree. <laughs> I didn't go to school and I didn't like it.
0: I fucking hated school. I know. I hated it as Most well. Most successful people hated right? school. Right. <laughs>
1: so, so what do I have? But I've got – like when you say to me, experience. what are your qualifications, my qualifications are that I've lived life Yeah. and I've overcome shit and I haven't given up and I and I went through my own experiences, which you can't buy. And you can't go and study. And you can't get a certificate. It's true, yeah. For for what I've been through.
0: It's totally true. And
1: no one can get a certificate for what you've been through. Totally true. Right? So and I get that a lot. You know, what, what qualifies you to, to do what you do? It's like I qualify me. <laughs> you feel my energy and you either vibe with it or you don't. Or you
0: don't, yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. It's pretty amazing that we're um, doing a podcast and I'm really grateful that we, you know, got to hang out and uh, share this space and time and yeah. and and learn a little bit more about you because you know, like we've never really um, had a conversation like this.
0: <laughs> I know without alcohol.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, because that's what it was like back in the <laughs> day. It was always drinking and partying, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, crazy.
1: So where are you? Where do you see yourself?
0: In, in
1: ten years time.
0: Ten years. Yeah, like
1: what is Belinda? What is she doing? Who? What is uh, she like?
0: At least want to be married in ten years time. I can't wait to find the love of my life. Um, in terms of a husband, uh, and I definitely want to be a mother. Like I can't wait to be a mum. Like I think that would be the most epic experience for me because I've been in my Alfred energy for so long, and I feel like that will really bring me into my feminine energy. I think. That would be intense.
1: Does it bother you?
0: To not be married?
1: That you're not in a, a relationship that you're but yeah, you, but I but I also think that because you're not in a relationship and you're not like held down in a way that you're able to be this powerful force that, well, I, of what you're doing and who you're becoming.
0: I believe everything in life you choose, there's always a sacrifice. Yeah. So you have to make the choice of what you want to do now and have the sacrifices with the come that comes with the sacrifices. So for an example, I choose my, my career and I choose my growth and myself first. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately the sacrifice in that is not having a partner, a husband, kids, the whole family thing. Mm -hmm. Right. But I know if I work on myself and I find myself more and I focus on my career and the things that I love, I feel like that will all come at the right time I know that this is the right journey for me because if I chose the husband and the kids first, I probably would be divorced around the next 5 years, mm-hmm. single parent, you know, mother like my mum, which is something I definitely want to, don't want to go through. Um, so I feel like, you know, I'm totally where I where I need to be. And I and I trust God like he he guides me and I make a choice.
1: It sounds like you're very content with that.
0: I am yeah for now,
1: because you could do you ever get triggered by people saying, Oh my gosh, why aren't you in a relationship I or do. why why last are you night still, I got why are actually, you still dinner. single
0: yeah, last night I got triggered at dinner, one of my partners because he doesn't really know me that well, um but he actually asked me in a rude way he said, um he goes you you're so attractive, Belinda, like it, it que- like I'm questioning to why you're still single, like is there something wrong with you mm-hmm. <laughs> like in that sense mm-hmm. and i'm like actually there's a lot of things wrong with me but um ultimately i chose to be single i believe because all the relationships i've been in i chose to walk away it, it wasn't um the decision of them walking away uh it, it was you know mutual after maybe a while but i always chose to to walk away just because i feel Again, the growth thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's like as you grow, and if the that person isn't growing with you, it's really hard to stay with that person. Mm -hmm. Really, really difficult. And I'm like at a pace where I'm like, I just want to do shit. I just want to keep going. And I like I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I need a man that does way more than me. Mm. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for like that and like me here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. In so many ways, because yeah. I want to learn. I want to be submissive. Of I want to ask for help. Absolutely, like, babe, help me. Yeah, help me. Like, talk yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Tell me what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. That is what a woman's supposed to do, not not a man. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm gonna ask you one final question. <laughs> we'll finish up now, yes, because okay. it's been pretty pretty awesome. It has, and uh, the ones up, yeah, deep. <laughs>
0: Deep and intimate,
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's good. It's authentic, no, it's man. A good it's conversation, real. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, the question for you is: if you could say one thing to anyone out there who's listening that is feeling like giving up or that they're not good enough, what would you say?
0: Oh, that's like a really deep question. Um, even for now, there's moments in my life I wake up. Still today. I feel like I want to give up. Like I complain to my girlfriend sometimes over lunch and I'm like, why the fuck do I put myself in this situation? I mm. could just go get a normal job, be in a high pa- paid salary, get a decent amount of shares and a really big tech start, or company or whatever the fuck. And I'd be set. I'd have to work weekends. i have to stress about, you know, you know, paying salaries or doing this or doing that and talking to this guy flying here. Like it, it's a lot. So I question myself constantly. What Naval says, Naval Ravakan is someone that I look up to a lot. I, I love that guy so much. Mm-hmm. And um he he said something in his book. He said, if you do something for long enough, you will always be good at it. So I feel like when people are wanting to give up, just remember the reason why you started and just stick it out. Because if you stick it out long enough, I promise you, it will always end good. Always. You just need to keep at it and keep going and going and going. Even if it gets tough and you're like homeless on the street, just always remember why you started it. Why did you want to do this in the beginning?
1: Yeah, but you would never go, well, I would go back to where I was 10 years ago. No way.
0: Never. I, you just, I just remember That's where I started. That's the best thing to do. Yeah. I, I, so go, Hang on. And, and that too. But I think I, I just remember where I started. Like why why am I doing what I'm mm. doing? You know? Yeah. And I think you just got to keep keep going.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. And um, just let people know where they can follow you and find you.
0: Uh, LinkedIn is kind of my main platform. I'm not on TikTok <laughs> like Luke and Danilo. Uh, but you can follow me on uh, Belinda Agnew or my website is BelindaAgnew.com
1: powerful thank you so much Belinda. thank you for joining me on this journey of self-discovery and growth if you're ready to grow and reach your full potential and find inner peace send me a dm that says i want inner peace and i'll send you the next steps you can accomplish anything you set your mind to when you change your mind you change your whole life so don't hesitate and send that dm over to me Myself and my team can't wait to meet you and witness your transformation in full glory. See you next week.